It's a bright and sunny Friday morning. The rain has come. The rain has gone. Tis spring. Tis spring-like. It's March, Jimmy. March came in like a lion and out like a lamb. On March 4th, there was supposed to be a lot of... There's supposed to be a lot of uh, civil unrest. Oh, like March the 4th be with you? No. No. Oh, you know, May the... Okay. That's May the 4th. Oh, yeah, because back in the day, it used to be some inauguration day. So there was there any unrest? I wasn't paying attention. No, no unrest. Mm. Lots I'd- of barbed wire put up everywhere. Uh, QAnon was supposed to take back the, you know, the country. So this anonymous letter person and his followers her followers i guarantee it's a guy um cool (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't sound like a girl move to you Uh, i mean i was just looking at the like the pictures they've posted all over dc like looking for these people who were all involved in the capitol riots and yeah there weren't too many women i mean women can be um revolutionaries too and and they were there were there were some there Dorming that she just got pepper sprayed and she was crying about it and she was like, "We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution." Anyway, that's old news because nothing happened. It's March. We're moving on. We're getting that uh, stimulus bill passed, hopefully. Try again on the tenth. Try again on the seventeenth. If that doesn't work, yeah, March the fifteenth is the Ides of March when Caesar was killed, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And about a year till uh, since we've been doing this whole pandemic thing. But, you know, if there wasn't a pandemic, we might not have done this podcast. Yeah. Well, it was vacation. It was one of your famous vacations. Is that the only time you eat breakfast? Every time I sneeze now, I email like five people. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the coronavirus. Because now work is coming back. No, you don't have the coronavirus. Because you got tested. Because I got tested two days ago and it was negative. Yay! So far we've not had it. Well, I hope so. I don't have health care, so hope I don't die. Even people with health care don't have health care. Right. They're pay- they pay for their own health care out of pocket, yeah, even I've if they have bo- health care. Yeah, I've-, I've tried both <laughs> in the past year, and you can pay lots and lots of money and have no health care, or you can just pay no money and have no health care. Those are the two health care options in the United States. All right, let's trash this country. I'm working on it. If you don't remember the face, you must have heard the name. Now, now, don't let's be small about such matters. You're listening to LAAF. Crazy people. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Feed. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. All right, it's awards season in Hollywood. Completely unrelated to our life. Whoa, yeah. Thanks for uh, checking in, everybody. We're back. It's LAAF the podcast. It's G's show number two this week. Wow. Well, we're working on what will be to you on Fridays and hopefully Mondays. Maybe Monday, maybe Friday, maybe a Wednesday here and there if we can squeeze it in. Uh, But, you know, go to patreon.com slash LAAF and sign up for just a buck a month. And that helps us bring more podcasts to you. So we appreciate uh, all the correspondence, you know, the letters, the uh, the mail, the bags of um, well wishes, the get well cards. All the you gifts. Know. The get well cards aren't needed. We're not sick. No. Um, we're just busy. We're negative. Yeah, we're negative. Well, I'm negative. Grace is positive. That's Grace over there. She's across the table for, from me. She's a genuine ho- Hollywood darling. She's a, uh, got all these talents. <laughs> <laughs> that guy over there, well, he is Jimmy McCammon. Yeah. 
We're both here. Man with the mostest. Uh, we went up and the saw... The hostestest mostestest. Uh, work is back. I'm back at my uh, my theater job. What? Day one has happened. That's Wait, there a fun are, thing. there aren't plays of people in there coughing everywhere, are there? No, no. It's uh, it's uh, Not in open, California. Open for rentals. We uh, get to have some art projects in there. And uh, hey, it's the Madrid Theater down there in Canoga Park. If you want to pop your head in, say hi sometime. That's so Book cool. Book a show. It's I been work a year. Yeah, it's nice. Nice, probably nice to be back. Yeah, it's good times to have theater back. Um, they uh, just you know, well, the theater back opened. I hope we can have shows. You know, let's have shows. In fact, let's maybe do, the fall. Let's do a big LA tour. Let's do a big LA podcast tour, and let's do a big LA Grand Birds tour. How about that? Sure. I got the gear. You got the talent. Let's go. Let's go. Well, they did reopen in Texas. Like, you don't have to wear a mask. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen over here. <laughs> being rather mean about that, I, I didn't see a real, I didn't see a real problem with it. But people have turned it into really like the partisan thing, of you know he's uh, putting everyone in danger. That governor over there. I'm so like, sick of these issues. <laughs> like I don't know. Let him try it. Like uh, maybe they are putting everyone in danger. What makes you the expert? Like don't we have a vaccine now? Like. 8%, of the United States population has been fully vaccinated. Okay, getting um, there. We will uh, get to you with some Golden Globes news and talk a little bit about all these nominated films. You um, know what they say about 8%. What? That's almost 10%, man. Yeah, man. 10 of those, that's 100%. Plus 3%ers. I wonder how many people aren't going to get vaccinated at all. 41%. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but that's probably okay. Yeah, the more it can the merrier. It still become endemic. <clears throat> and you know disease. me, I don't trust anybody. I don't believe anybody. I don't. Hey, I hate the government. I hate authority. I hate the cops. I hate anybody telling me what to do. Okay, yeah. I'm with you out there, you people who are uh, skeptical or whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and get it anyway. Jimmy's though, like all fired up about being skeptical. Yeah, well, he just I'm goes to the protests and wears like big wire rimmed glasses and looks. I just fold my arms and I go no to oh, to both sides, no to either of you. Just raise one eyebrow wrong. for the left, one eyebrow for the I right. I just point to the blue people and I go wrong, and then I point to the red people and I go wrong also. And then roll your eyes and sigh. Why don't you guys read my book? <laughs> I don't have a book. I should write a book. Yeah. It would come out a lot better than talking on the podcast, for which I need speech therapy to do, I think. Oh. Well, well what's the book going to be about? <laughs> uh, it'd be about all the stuff, you know? About how everybody over there, over on the right, and the blue people, or the, or they're the red people. The red people, yeah, they're wrong. And then the and I'd point over at the blue people, and I'd be like, they're wrong, too. Isn't also this wrong. Like- isn't this like that mo- Beatles movie, Magical Mystery Tour? Weren't there like blue and red people or something? Or what am I thinking of? The Sneetches. The Sneetches. Some but they're, trippy they're movie from too. the... No more Sneetches. No more Cat in the Hat. No more... Um, uh, I think I did it on Mulberry Street. No, yeah, that was canceled. That book. <laughs> because of the, the representations of what they called the a Chinaman, which were racist. Oh, uh, yeah. But but Cat in the Hat was not canceled. Cats have not come up in arms around the catism in that um, book. Yeah, I don't know. You don't belong to the right Facebook groups, obviously. Oh, because, really? Yeah, cats are enraged. I mean, if you listen to the chatter on, like, Cat Chan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Parlor for cats they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Google bounced them out of there because those cats have the wrong political views. I don't know. I mean, cats have Instagram, <laughs> like, pages. Oh, yeah. Pets yeah. pets and babies all have Instagrams. Here we go. I'm a little uncomfortable talking about this, okay? I've got the most wonderful news for you. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is breaking news. Breaking news. Activists bring infinity check to uh, Garcetti for project room key costs. Supporters of K-Town for All, a volunteer homeless outreach and advocacy organization, and Kenneth Mejia, who is running for L.A. Controller in 2022, brought an infinity check to the Getty House, located at 605 South Irving, to represent the federal government's promise to fully reimburse the city, uh, the city's project room key 
costs. What you might say is Project Room Key. Okay, so that's Infinity Check is a check that is just has the little sideways eight symbol as how much money you get. Oh man, that's cool, bro. That's that's trippy, man. It's an open check. That's groovy, man. That's cool that we could give infinity money to the homeless, man. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Infinity check. Can I be on a game show where I get one of those? Yeah. I don't know where. Where can you cash an infinity check? Is that bank out there? Can you walk into like? Can I go into my local Chase office and be like, uh, can I just cash this? And they're like, yeah. Here's infinity. Yeah. Here's infinity money. I, I love know. it. But they just give you everything in the. They just give you everything in the vault that's in there. Then and then. But if you come back, they have to give it to you again because it's infinity. Wow. The Senate is debating a nearly two trillion stimulus bill, the same one they've been talking about since January. Um, did you hear about the guy Ron Johnson that uh, was a Republican was trying to stall the bill, and so he asked them if he if they could read aloud, if the secretaries could read aloud all six hundred and twenty eight pages of the bill, which took ten hours. Oh wow! They yeah. did read it aloud. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that's a that's a, a clever sort of little filibuster, basically. I mean, yeah, they can request that, and then these bills are way too long, and 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 also these bills are always packed with uh, other stuff that that they're trying to get you know projects paid for and stuff like that. There's construction in this bill. There's uh. uh uh, minimum wage increases in this bill. Mm-hmm. There's like, I mean, to think, I know. to think that it's just like, oh, to aid people and businesses um, that were hurt by the coronavirus. I mean, that's just silly. That is just silly. But also, I think it's also silly to think that the that the bill is the um, the socialist wish list that the Republicans are posing it as. You know, because it doesn't really. You know, it has lots of funny little democratic-y like socialist projects attached to it you know but it's a death of a thousand cuts it's not like here we're buying out the means of production or we're going full socialist i mean there's no there's no clause in this bill that makes me that makes me think that it's just your typical you know your typical like government spending stuff and the, and the, the the republicans have been doing that the same way forever you know when there was a republican president congress house senate yada yada you know they passed tons of spending that's interesting to them so i don't i don't understand how the two sides like like uh, criticize each other for spending they're both as guilty of it so when they're reading the bill aloud for 10 hours the senators can like be playing games on their phones right like you just keep the phone a little below the desk and like because i mean it sounds like a boring job yeah and the thing is with your phone is you can always just claim to be doing work you know yeah of if course. you're at work on mm-hmm. your phone you notice that there was like a little window where your your employer would bug you about being on your phone you know or maybe very very low wage jobs well, they'll if bug you, you about being on your phone well if you have a physical job like you're a waiter you aren't supposed to be on your phone that's yeah, obvious yeah right or yeah. you work the drive through or whatever but like if you're any other kind of like sits at the desk and ever White ever collar. has to get on the phone or the computer for, for work the, if you're that guy then you can always pass it off yeah and also plus I don't care uh, one of these doctors here um, who's been who was prescribing pain pills was charged with five counts of murder. So that's the beginning um, of a series of convictions of doctors that have contributed to opioid deaths. Now, it wasn't just like a normal doctor prescribing things. He had like he was running his office out of a radio, old radio shack and like this, the trunk of his car and stuff like that. And five people died, overdosed on these opioids r.i.p so many townie buddies uh from uh uh, my home in northern california um who have passed away due to being long-term addicted on that shit you know the opioids the uh particularly the oxycontins you know once people get a hold of those they never want to let them go and once the doctor once the corrupt doctor gets a way to just prescribe these over and over and over again for a paycheck and is also getting, you know, uh, funny money from the company that makes them like it's it's a it's a it's a money train and you can't stop a money train. There's no brakes on that fucker.
<laughs> we watched um, I Care A Lot last night. Oh, yeah. Um, which uh, Rosamund Pike was, was, she did win the Golden Globe for Best Actress in a TV Drama or something like that for that. That's um, the lead? Yeah. Yeah, to me, yeah, okay. All right. The, the lead of that, it was an interesting concept, but the lead was the weak link. Like, everyone was mm. so much better than her that... That like it was like why why are you the lead like why not switch at least the two ladies like the other lady was better than her more interesting to me I guess I don't know um, but they're this lesbian couple and they're like grifters they like uh, they they uh, take advantage of old people and they take their fortune and they stick them in a home and the doctors are corrupt and are prescribing uh, yeah, whole, sedatives and yeah, things like the that the whole game is rigged um, and all oh oh and thanks Jeff Wong for turning us on to Kim. Kim Kim's Convenience. Oh, yeah, that's a great show. What's the wonderful news? This is LAAF. I understand she was a terror to work with. I'm a helpful person. She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplish. All right. Well, it's nice to be back. It's nice to be in March. Um, Definitely spring is coming this month on the 21st, right? That means that the day and the light will be equally balanced. We're about halfway through to the summer solstice. The days are getting longer. The nights are getting shorter. Some of us have rain and snow, but um, it makes the flowers grow. And I do have a correction. Um, a last podcast I mentioned just offhand, the vice president's wife. I was speaking about the Bloods monochromatic outfits and how because I but I, who I was thinking of was Jill Biden, who wore such a wonderful and she's actually the first lady. You Jill, get confused. Right, right. But I said the vice president's wife. And then I realized, oh, well, all throughout all time in history, the vice president has been a man and the president, the president's wife, the first lady. We've never had a first gentleman. Right. But now for the first time in history, it's not I was not referring to Doug Emhoff, the the second gentleman. I was second gentleman. Yeah. I was referring to. Jill Biden, Jill whatever. Biden. Yeah. The first lady. The first lady. Yeah. So anyway, I just think it's interesting that all of a sudden we have, and the, you know, the abbreviations are SLOTUS and SCOTUS. But she was throwing signs and she was wearing gang colors. I'd like to clarify <laughs> that. Um, well, blue is blue. Uh, yeah, that's the. Oh, it was like teal. Oh, the I teals. Don't wanna, I don't want to get this wrong, but I think the bloods are red. <clears throat> yeah, don't get this wrong. Because. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Not all, teal. Listen, all of our Crip and Blood listeners. Um, I, I would like to apologize ahead of time, okay? But I think the Bloods wear the red bandana and the Crips wear the blue bandana. Oh. I believe that's how so it goes. So Joe Biden's a Crypt. Write us angry letters a um, uh, if a we're wrong. Yeah. Cripey. Or do a drive-by. We live in North Hollywood. What? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that went off the rails. Um, but in any case, that was my correction. Um, <laughs> There's supposed to be no violence in Grace's segment. I, I'll, I'll edit the. I'll edit that out. I mentioned the Back to the Future house in Pasadena, and I got this fabulous website of all the different filming locations. I don't know why I was thinking Back to the Future, but if you guys haven't seen that trilogy, it was stuff I watched in my childhood. But it's good. Anyway, um, Doc's Big House is the Gamble House in Pasadena, which is a pretty famous. Um, beautiful arts and crafts mansion um, which I have like you can't go into it of course everything's closed but I wandered around the back garden and kind of checked that house out um, that's up above the Arroyo Seco which has a lot of really good trails down there um, and then that house where um, the wife the wife mother wait the mother lives when she's a teenager and he goes up in the George goes up in the tree and spies on her oh yeah that's in Pasadena Lorraine's house in 1955 as well on uh, 1727 Bushnell Ave yeah okay and uh, Phil Spector's house. I mean, how it, this is this yeah. is the town. This and is the, the Jack place Parsons. to be. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. Okay, I'm not like 
I'm not like uh, Spots the celebrity guy. In fact, if I'm in the... Sure, Jimmy, I'm not, I'm, sure. I'm really not. In fact, I'm bad at it. And um, people have to He's like... He's got his khaki shorts and his camera around his neck every day. <laughs> the visor, the yeah. socks pulled up to the knees. Yeah, and a, and a book that just says autographs and it's full of blank pages. You actually do have those really big, wide, white sneakers. That's classic American But tourist. I swear to God, okay, and my Trekkies will be uh, down with this. I swear to God, I see Linda Park in my neighborhood, okay? Okay, Linda Park, who uh, was on uh, Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise. And um, I only I only know because I follow her on the Instagram, and so I see her face all the time. But then I swear to, to God, I see her face all the time when I'm running around here. All right? Linda Park, if you live in my hood in Pasadena, uh, message me on Instagram. Uh, we'll have you guys over for some, uh, for some joints. <laughs> you saw her face? I mean, aren't you not allowed to see people's faces yet in California? Uh, but you know, but I'm also I'm also the worst at that. So um, uh, Megan and Harry are giving an interview with Oprah on Sunday, and everyone's looking forward to it. Already, Buckingham Palace has Who? clapped back. <laughs> Buckingham, um, what? See, <laughs> wait, what is this? It's your thing. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> saying that uh, Megan was kind of bitchy to the staff. So that's a classic Buckingham Palace that they're gonna come back with something like that when basically they're gonna talk about uh, the corruption of the firm, as the uh, royal family is also known as. The firm, yeah, that's it's very like big, mobstery. Yeah, yeah, it is mobstery. Yeah, well, I mean that that is uh, the, kind of the most mobster type of uh, government going. You know, is like the dictatorship. Like they want to call it a monarchy, but what's a monarchy other than a dictatorship? Like that's what it is, is it not? A dictator is just like a a monarch that a monarchy not is, a king is dedicated by God too. There's some God thing. Yeah, in there. right. God. Um, chose the people to lead it the 78th golden globe awards did happen a lot of them were on zoom so that was interesting that's everything's been pushed back um the oscars aren't for a while there were very few movies even came out no one went to the theaters this year yeah and ted lasso ted lasso is one of the only comedies nominated it's not for anything funny. it's not anything yeah. nothing happens in that show why is everybody crazy about ted lasso like i can't I stop hearing about ted lasso i think they're so hungry for like um uh goodness or what you know like. i like soul if you're gonna watch um a funny kind of feature it's by disney oh that's kind of the end of it but yeah. all right um, all right so, well more later on that <laughs> watch your screeners sag members one week, she received 17,000 fan letters. Honest to goodness, I hate you. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Mic check. Oh, yeah, Snowfall. Oh yeah, you like that show. I love it. Um, I'm a big fan of like The Wire, and they're not they're not trying to copy The Wire, but it's also like a historically based you know crime drama mm-hmm. um, about the drug trade. Yeah, and done done very well. And uh, my buddy Jordan Coleman is in it. And um, we haven't seen him yet, though. We're waiting for his episode, right? Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him yet. I think he he pops up mid season, but um, yeah. Our friends don't win awards, but they do guest star in some things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like we do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't blink, you'll miss us all. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw a clip of myself in Magic Camp, the Disney movie, which finally came out. They kind of released it like under the radar because it had um, what's his name in it, the guy from Transparent. Ah, yeah. oh yeah. So it's controversial. Oh sure, right. Um. But uh, yeah, no, there was a good one shot of me leaning over and talking about my daughter. Yeah, uh, it's nice. Nice when you're in focus. Once no in credit. A while. No credit. <laughs> uh, so, like, um, how great were public schools doing before? I keep hearing all this talk. School, 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 school. Open the schools. Open the schools. Leave them closed. Leave them closed. We're blue. Open the schools. Close the schools. We're red. I don't get it. I don't care. Uh, if you have kids, you know, write in. Let me tell. Let me hear. You know. <clears throat> 
your opinion why it's important to you all the parents want the kids to go back to school but to my mind we're sitting here we're talking about public schools right like they were screw- they were as screwed up as an institution yeah, could possibly be before the teachers were spending their own money on supplies mm-hmm. the kids were going straight into prison after <laughs> 11th grade hey, i went to public school <laughs> <laughs> i sure didn't i mean i did a little bit but then i looked around and i was like what is this what is going on well like, you didn't go to private school you were homeschooled uh, i did like homeschool i did a program in high school that was like sort of an independent studies in other words if you like turned in all the work on your own you know it was very probationary because if you were able to turn in all the work and come into the school and do all the labs for you know and that's stuff, how you got really good at rolling joints and that's how yeah that's how that's when i got good at it yeah mm-hmm. um but like it, it explains <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> i didn't smoke pot in high school I didn't smoke pot till I was like 17 and I had already graduated. I graduated a year early because you were able to do the work at your own pace. So three years, not four years. And that to me made the impression of like, well, then they're like me, the average student. I'm not a genius, but I'm not a dumbass. Like, so I'm average. I could finish all that shit that they wanted me to do in three years and they're making people go through four years of it. Like something's wrong here. They're like teaching to the lowest bar, the lowest common denominator. You know, they're giving people the, the, the people in the school who are the hardest to fucking teach are getting all the time. And people who have something to learn or have something to do or actually have ambitions and aspirations, they're in the back of the line. In public schools. I don't hey, know. Hey, I actually taught are. at Nevada Colleges Union and, and they, they have, you know, graduated classes just like mine did. So there were some very intelligent, very smart yeah. English students in the, you know, whatever top top levels ap classes and honors classes and yeah and yeah. when yeah and and there's also pro there's programs in high schools and uh grade schools where like the smarter kids can learn at an accelerated rate and stuff like and that. and start but, to go to college yeah but i mean you know not not enough just put your kids in private school um or, or homeschool your kids i don't care what are you doing what are you doing having kids if you have no money Jimmy, okay, what are you talking about? You're ta- talking about not funding public schools? Like, no, go ahead and fund them. It's but already I'm saying, going that way. I'm just saying that like people who are eager to have them opened again, like what is your point? You know, like what, like what do you think is happening there? Nothing great is happening there. Like, I mean, or go ahead. They just and need fight, to get the kids the out of the house. Yes, really. <laughs> yes, and which is which would be fine if they if people would just admit that, but they don't. They 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 you know. And but I do think some of the kids are like in like emotional you know trauma because of not like seeing their friends, not like having a routine, you know, not being able to do the things. Not being able to do sports and activities and all those sorts of things and have socializing, which at a certain age is is super important, more important than adults. But I I think a lot of kids are going to learn a a good lesson, Uh, like a lot of kids who thought that they hated school, you know, which would have been me. Um, I think they're going to turn around and be like, no, I liked it. Like, I prefer it to the alternative. I think a lot of people (laughs) are going to be held back and then there's just going to be a lot of like old... Yeah, like college kids. No, in this four will be years. the era of yeah. the nineteen and twenty-year-old uh, senior high school right, senior. Right, <laughs> right, and it won't be just one person; it'll be you know, yeah. a lot of people. Or because what are they going to do? They, like I said, they have to go to the lowest common denominator, and they're going to really like. Are, are they going to convince somehow the lowest common denominator, the slowest of the learners, to like learn faster and play catch up? No, they're not. Lots of good stuff on Netflix this year. Oh, yeah. Reality show. Oh, wait. Snowfall's on Hulu. (laughs) When we say Netflix, we're speaking generically. (laughs) You're listening to LAAF. We didn't need dialogue. We had faces. Here was an item everybody could have some fun with. He's got the heart of a power clown. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now... That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? Thank God it's Friday! Oh, yeah. 
It is uh, National Absinthe Day. We'll just say that straight away. This absinthe, um, it's alcohol, but it also has a uh, hallucinogen. It's inside supposed of it. to, yeah. I mean, it's Have you really. Had it? I, the first time I had absinthe was completely illegal, and it was when I was visiting my older sister May, and then we went to visit her friends on Long Island, and they did the whole thing where you put like a spoon over the glass and put sugar in it, and then like heat up the sugar like it's remarkably like how I've seen them do heroin in the movies but it was for the absinthe yeah. and then we did shots of it it's like a very bitter anise type green liqueur Pronounced so that anise. was that was a while ago so and then and then at Burning Man uh, I did come across the absinthe camp one time and by then it was like more it was able to be imported to the United States and not so illegal oh, yeah. and um, I happened to be dressed like a green fairy so they gave me a whole bottle and I was able to run around giving out shots Wow. Yeah, I became the Green Fairy for one night. Good on you for sharing. Yeah, um, I guess try it. I don't know. Right now, the idea of that seems just horrid. It's a very strong, bitter alcohol. We missed you on March 2nd. It was Dr. Seuss's birthday and Dr. Seuss's great cancellation day, too. Uh, That was great. That's going to help a lot. That that should help alleviate all the racial tensions, I think, not having Dr. Seuss books, right? Oh, no. I love Dr. Seuss. Yeah, no, no, no. We got to get rid of them because then racism will be over. Okay, okay. Um, um, it's National Day of <laughs> Unplugging today, so make sure you Grace get your cell this. phone charged because you're going to unplug it. <laughs> Grace starts to get this panicked look in her eye and wants to and, and starts scrolling uh, panickedly for, for something <laughs> positive to say. As soon as you start talking about racism, yes, that's what I do. <laughs> Tomorrow is National Dentist's Day. Maybe I'll get health care and therefore go see a dentist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, National Dress Day. I mean, I have a dress. I could wear it tomorrow. You have a lot of dresses. I do, but <clears throat> when do I even wear them anymore? Like, uh, I don't know, actually. You haven't put one on in a while. You've just been in this bathrobe. I know. <laughs> uh, it's National Cheese Doodle Day. Okay. What I don't understand is we have National Cheese Doodle Day, which is just the Cheeto. Okay. Okay, yeah, because it's Cheese Doodle like and- the antiseptic bandage version of band-aid like the jello yeah, right. beverage version Ketchup. of jello yeah cheese yeah. doodle because that no one even knows what and then on are. march 2nd it was national egg mcmuffin day okay so why not just make okay we're going brand so you can only have absence and cheese doodles today yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad horrible. diet yeah that is. that's gonna make for some for some awesome vomit later just this like neon colored spray vomit of neon orange but what I'm saying is, why not go corporate with the cheese doodle day? Why not just make it Cheeto day? You've already TM. had a National Egg McMuffin Day. Yeah, you're on right. On March the second, which is specific to it, one corporation. All right, so there aren't any rules about this. And by the way, I'm against it. All right, you, you corporations, you don't get your own day. Okay, what, what like what are we gonna have breakfast Jack Day? March second is National Egg McMuffin Day, but March third is National Breakfast Jack Day, and and March fourth will be National uh, Crappy Egg and Bean Burrito from Taco Bell Day. <laughs> It'll have crappy in the in the title. Good Lord, Taco <laughs> Bell! Nobody's ever done worse with anything than Taco Bell with breakfast. Yeah, I mean beans don't go in breakfast unless you can't it's like put beans in an egg burrito. Who does that? Nah. No. no. Uh, wow. No. So many different days, y'all. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's just go back to March 1st, Monday, when it was World Compliment Day. It's always good to give a good compliment to somebody. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, it's a good way to break the ice, especially with these masks. You can always say, oh, I like your mask, or I like your nails. I say that a lot to cashiers and stuff like that. Just because I've been a cashier, and I think sometimes those nice little compliments... Especially because I'm not cre- creepy about it. So I'll just be like, oh, cool nails. Or, oh, I like your da-da-da. And it always makes people feel a little better. You're not like, oh, hey, nice butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, they don't show me the butt cracks at the Ralphs I go to. Um, so, uh, like, uh, uh, do you have a huge amount of beef with any of your exes? No, just the one I broke up to go get with you with who I haven't spoken to. Well, and even them, well, and even them they, you don't have beef with them. They just have beef with you, maybe. Yeah. And it's probably long gone, too. Like, no, I, I just I'm can't... on good terms. Even though I don't talk to most of my exes, I, I have a lot of respect and love for them. Yeah. I scroll the... Fo- f- 
You scroll my exes? That was fun. No, I scroll the social media sometimes, and occasionally there's a clever but mean meme about, like, your ex, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, um, imagine you could still be with your ex, you know? And, like... Like stuff like that. And I just don't, I'm like, aren't you kind of insulting yourself? I've brought this up before. Yeah, definitely. It bothers me. You're sort of insulting yourself. You chose that person at one point. You liked them at one point. So you're insulting your own taste. Your past self. Yeah. And it's a red flag too. If your partner's like, oh, my ex was crazy. She was such a bitch. Then, then you're sort of like, okay, so I'm going to be the one you're saying that about in the future then. National Cereal Day on March 7th, everybody. Mmm. Hard to balance the fiber versus the carbs in the cereal. I like to add the coconut and the nuts. And those wonderful people out there in the dark. I'll let you two lovebirds talk. Happy, happy birthday. Your birthday is today. Happy, happy birthday. Enjoy your birthday cake. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. I see a lot of instagram people on my list. I think we need to go to a different day. Hey, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Johnny Taylor Jr., um, one of my favorite comedians. Um, not... Not uh, not not huge. Discovered him in in Sacramento, but he's been on a few TV shows doing his stand up. He has an album called "Bumming with the Devil." He has a more recent album that I can't remember the name of, but I totally have it. And uh, yeah, just love Johnny Taylor Jr. Um, check out his comedy. He's on tour all the time. Uh, he does a podcast called Hipsterocracy. Uh, any podcast, Rex Grace? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, let me see. I have started a couple new ones. Um, I watched all of, well, I did start listening to Tarot for the Wild Soul, which is nice. My brother recommended (laughs) that for me. Um, there's one called Against the Odds. It's about the cave flooding, um, in Thailand. So I'm listening to that. It's like they release one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tenfold More Wicked. I listened to that. That a was about these story. two killers in London, Burke and Hare. Um, hey, it's uh, David Gilmore's birthday tomorrow, March 6th. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, one of the uh, few musical acts we agree on. <laughs> Me and Grace have like five go-tos of which we're... If we're riding in a car together, we're hanging out at home together, we have like five things that we can both listen to. Pink Floyd, one of them. I did start uh, listening to Something Was Wrong, which is sort of one of those shows where it's about some some guy who's actually secretly a psychopath, but she's in love with him, and then every episode, like, it gets worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. There was a um, there was a birthday I thought was funny because yes, here we go. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, March sixth is the birthday of Famous Debo. Now, do you know who Famous Debo is? No, I think he's spelled Debo D I V O, not D I B O. No, D E B O. Famous oh. Debo. No. Okay, They're so not there you famous. go. I don't think you're famous, <laughs> famous Debo. And also tomorrow is uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Ireland's favorite football player. I should have changed my name to just Famous Faye. <laughs> see if it'd make me famous. I hashed, I created the hashtag Grace Famous and hope that it would make. Oh, you're that so it would sweet. Catch on. Yes. You're so sweet. Two posts. True love these days. <laughs> make a hashtag of your partner's name. And Michelangelo. Not the Ninja Turtle, the painter, who died in 1564, born on this day tomorrow. (laughs) In 1908, Rex Harrison was born, the English actor in My Fair Lady, the original Dr. Doolittle. In 1910, Momofuku Ando, a Taiwanese-Japanese inventor of instant noodles and cup noodles, was born. Okay. Momofuku. Where would we we be without that? Have you ever had the gigantic one? No, the gigantic ramen. Yeah, it looks really tempting, but it's scary somehow. I, 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 I don't. Uh, I can't. I don't. It's a lot of noodles. Yeah, it's a lot of noodles. It seems like there's eggs in there. I don't know how what? they how freeze they dried. Yeah, there's a lot of vegetables in that big bowl. I think it's called the big bowl. You know, it's, it's on the shelf in the Seven Eleven. I'm always tempted. You can get the real ramen here in L.A. Ah, I like that Seven Eleven ramen, man. Oh, so good. I did live on ramen noodles back in college and. In my early 20s, for sure. And peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. John Smith, the TV actor. 
<laughs> what? Come on, at least put a middle initial in there. Like, I, no but, one knows who you are. But think about it. This guy was the first John Smith in oh, SAG. Oh, I see. He's John Smith, man. Nobody will ever be John exactly. Smith again. So well, you, maybe he's dead. He died in 95. So, um, so all of you guys know that's why you know just dead, like can your SAG name be somebody's name? No, the, I don't think I don't know. It's like the it's like a jersey in sports. They so retire it. The way it works, guys, <laughs> is when you join the act, the Film Actors Union, SAG AFTRA here <laughs> in <laughs> Actors No. <just> <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> You better delete that. <laughs> we'll get okay. it out. Um, um, <laughs> just like a serial killer, <laughs> if you're a film actor, you're going to have three names. Why? Why have the middle initial? Because no one can have the same name in the union. So That's if you're right. Charles Hill, you have to be Charles K. Hill. Or something like that. Yep. No one had my name, though, so it's No one mine. had any of my names. No one was James McCammon. No really? one was James L. No one was Jimmy McCammon. So yeah. what's your SAG name? Zero interest. James? My SAG's name's Jimmy. Jimmy McCammon. Jimmy McCammon. Yeah, so there's more M's. That's important to you. I uh, like packing it with M's. I almost M&Ms. put... I almost had my SAG name be... <laughs> but then I know the SAG rep would be on the phone with me, and she'd be like, okay, and how do you spell that in... In, 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 because my whole (laughs) life, everyone thinks that M's are N's. Happy birthday, folks. Happy birthday. Hey, uh, it was Charlie Chaplin's birthday yesterday. No way. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll take that one. And Stalin died today in uh, 1953. Buddy Joseph Stalin. Oh, we got to bring that back. Joseph Z. Stalin, my (laughs) Actor friends. You lied about your birthday. Give us back our cake. You lied about your birthday. Please go drown in a lake. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. Today in History in 1770 on March 5th was the Boston Massacre. The hula hula. Oh. So this was a whole snowball fight and and gun battle. She went dark this time. I was going to go hula hoop. Uh, that happened in Boston, right, and started the Revolutionary War, or leading patriots like Paul Revere and Samuel Adams called it a massacre in order to start the Civil War. Right, Only right. five people died. Uh, but also the hula hoop was patented. Oh, so no. Oh, that is nice. much happier. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, death, murder. That's great. Hey, it started with snowballs. I mean, it's tempting to throw snowballs at British soldiers. Oh saying. yeah, I want to do it now. Yeah, with a red coat and I'd I mean, have to. I'd have to. When is that you just see part that? of being born in the United States? Is that we we watch a we lot of movies growing up that show the red coats and <laughs> yeah. poise them as these hoity-toity. Like it's very. And if you're Disney, you can make a million dollars on making all of your uh, villains be British. And yet, most of the media I watch is. British now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I acknowledge and I fully acknowledge that they're they're way better at many 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 things. Like acting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the arts in general basically. Yeah, it seems to be a more rigorous acting training over there. A uh, hip swiveling toy that became a huge fad across America when it was first marketed by Whammo. Whammo. Whammo makes the pogo ball too, right? Oh. Well, tomorrow on March 6th in 1950, Silly Putty was invented. Do they still sell Silly Putty? This is a silly time in history. A lot of silly toys being made. And massacres. Uh, FDR was inaugurated on March 4th. And Bayer Aspirin gets patented on March 6th. Well, gotta have aspirin, I guess. Especially Uh, if you don't have health care. Uh, in 1836, Samuel Colt manufactures the first pistol. Why am I reading about guns? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Love that. The first revolver, right? It said pistol. Are those different? Uh, I think there were single shot. I think there's a single shot. Um, no one cares. Pistol, but Samuel Colt patented and manufactured the first uh, repeating revolver. Yeah. A lot of white guys with beards invented stuff. In history. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, a lot of women invented stuff too and did very important things. I'd like you to know that, Grace. All I right? know. I'm if just you didn't scrolling just stick this. To your, if you didn't just stick to your um, uh, uh, your shallow interpretation of historical events, you'd find out something. Okay, maybe something about feminism. Okay, maybe something about <laughs> yourself. Okay, maybe something about trying to be a little bit more understanding. Okay, of other cultures. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I went into a I went into a, like a spiral there. Just a lady spiral. Yeah, well, I loved it. You're my girl. <laughs> oh God! Let's this go day shopping. in 1969, Jim Morrison is charged with lewd behavior at a Miami concert. Oh. You remember what he did, everybody from the Oliver Stone movie? What did he pee? No, he showed his wiener. Oh, yeah. So they were happy in the audience that night. <laughs> the whole audience is full of, of of Jim Morrison fans. Like, of course, they were excited to see his wiener. Speaking of hip swiveling rock stars, in 1960, on this day, Elvis Presley ended his two-year hitch in the U.S. Army. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great publicity stunt. In 1960. Hmm. Uh, was that before he was famous or after he was after. famous? After, yeah. So it was a publicity stunt. Yeah. So he wasn't in any danger, probably. No. Real motherfuckers went in the Army and died right then. Yeah, but you know that they... They treated him like shit. You know he got a lot of shit in the actual army, being Elvis Presley. I don't think so. Yeah, from the other soldiers. No way. And These, they no, tried to celebrities be are insulated, him. man. Everybody, even people who hate celebrities, treat them good when they're around them. It's a, it's true. They treat them nice when they're around them. Um, Chadwick Boseman did win that uh, he won actor in a drama motion picture at the Golden Globes. We saw that Ma Rainey's Black Bottom jazz movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really interesting. Isn't that uh, the script was interesting. It happened all in one night. So it was a lot of just chatting. It felt a lot like it was adapted from a play. He was great, though. He had a really fascinating trumpeter character. The acting in that movie was fantastic. Yeah, Viola Davis was great as uh, Ma Rainey. I don't know why she didn't win. She should have won. She was great. Oh, well, Andra Day won. So basically, they're just doing lots of jazz singer movies, which is fine with me. Uh, Have you you started watching the Billie Holiday one? Uh, No, but we'll watch it. Enough of this. We're done. like Nomad Land, which I did enjoy, one for drama motion picture, but to me, it was so chill of a movie that in a normal year, it would not have won for the Golden Globe. Like, it was it was great, but yeah, anyway. I don't know, there was a lot of good out. movies. I don't understand right. why. I guess so. But, you know, I, yeah. Yeah. I, Mank, didn't, Mank was nominated for six and didn't win anything, which I'm not that surprised about, even though I was in it. No. Yeah, I mean, it was too It was too esoteric. poser. It was too it was trying too... to get an Oscar. Yeah. It would have been cool. Like, remember The Artist back in the day? It was black and white, but it was very entertaining, and it was very... It was almost felt like a modern movie set in the black and white, using the tropes of the old thing. I don't know. Manka's oh. beautiful, but it should have been shorter, eh? Yeah. David. And it could have been in color. It's not... You're not. You're. I, it's just kind of embarrassing yourself just putting it in black and white for your own. Just put it in color. Well, it was a project <laughs> for his dad, as we spoke about yeah. before, doing yeah. Jack Fincher's yeah. script. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But Borat won a lot of stuff. Yeah. It won the best musical or comedy motion picture. The thing about the Golden Globes is they they aren't like the Oscars that only does drama. They also have the musical comedy. Yeah. Section. So um, he won actor Sasha Baron Cohen and. Uh, Emma Corrin, the newcomer, won uh, playing Princess Diana. In oh, the what Crown. was that other thing he acted in that was really good, historically based? Uh, the Trial oh. of the Chicago Seven. Yeah, we liked that. Yeah, that, that was, was nominated really good. as well. And it was stuff. it was Aaron Sorkin, which Grace talked shit about Aaron Sorkin right no, afterwards. No, I don't. But Did like, I? right afterwards, <laughs> you were like, "There was not enough women in that." Fuck you, Aaron Sorkin. Oh well, there weren't <laughs> many women in it. That's well, true. But the problem but with the history is there good. weren't very many women, Grace, <laughs> until very recently. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but it was the thing is it was it's hard to do uh, a, a a courtroom drama and it's like actually exciting. And uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven was very exciting. Yeah, it was. And I it, was it was almost all set in the court. I mean, they'd do these flashbacks where they'd go back to like the action that that spurred the case or whatever. But uh, it was really well done and hard to do. And yeah, Sorkin-y as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And not a woman to be found. All men, <laughs> even the women, were played by men. Yeah, but he's a good writer. He does good scripts. And yeah. as as Miss um, Frances McDormand did tell her husband Joel Cohen, just write a write a movie for men and then let me play it. Yeah. Right? Just write a movie like you normally would. More with people all, should be doing and that. And just let me play yes, the because lead. Because then it doesn't come off as this uh, as this uh, 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 gimmick, you know, where it's like. I mean, Wonder Woman is so gimmicky, you know? Every single second there's a statement about, this This is a woman doing this. This is a woman doing... It's just like, okay, great, great. We're just going to... Let me... Give me... Well, that's Wonder Woman. She's a superhero. Well, just give me a hero that's facing some hardships, and I'll identify with them. I promise. It doesn't matter if they're the, a woman, a black person, uh, uh, anything. It doesn't matter if they're trans. If they're the hero and they're going through hardships, like I have <laughs> in my life, I'll identify with them. Mm-hmm. This idea that you can only identify with the same color and gender as yourself. No, I've seen a billion movies where the person is a woman, the person is black, and I'm still identifying. I'm going, I've been through something like that. I hope this fucker Colorblind gets out of it. casting. Yeah, like, I care a lot had a lot of was a great example of a female role and the queen's gambit too which won for miniseries yeah interesting interesting <coughs> soundtrack that i care a lot uh queen's gambit just like a knocked it out of the park no no criticism especially art direction i thought on that but uh the but i care a lot had some funky things where it it made me it took me out of the action a lot of times the the soundtrack you know even though bold and very cool at times like sometimes it was just like what why why this here <laughs> it is interesting watching everybody do their Zoom calls at home and all of that. Like, Jodie Foster appeared with her wife, kisses her wife. It's like, finally, you know, after all these years, mm-hmm. we see Jodie Foster be open about being married to a woman. Oh, I didn't and, know she Well, a lot of these people are showing, I guess, more intimate sides of themselves recording from home. And then there's like audio and video glitches. Like Zoom is still really bad. It's I'm going to ha- have my first Zoom therapy session uh, next week. It's so we'll okay see how for that, that goes. Because you can understand each other, but for broadcast purposes, it's the worst. Like there's nothing. The audio is bad. And, yeah. and the video is like not high quality. And, and mostly it's the timing. Like everything could be forgiven, but but stuff comes in and goes out so so out of time sometimes that you can't respond you're talking over people mm-hmm. there's long gaps in between talking you know it's like yeah until the latency issue is is solved like that's just my singing be and dancing crap. troupe has been trying to do zoom rehearsals no. and it's like <laughs> It, the singing is so specific and you're singing in harmony that the time lapse makes it like impossible to try to follow the dance steps or sing along. Singing in a group is like the thing I do and it's just been pretty hard to do. All right, everybody. Uh, love you. Love your neighbor. Love yourself and go out and get that vaccine and don't take any shit off of anybody. Thanks for coming. We'll be back with you hopefully Monday. It's always a mystery. Happy spring! (laughs) (laughs) It's obvious you two hate each other.